Hello there, and welcome to the Work Prince TV Talk, episode 27. I'm your host, Christian. Uh, today, we'll be talking about Lock and Key, the newest horror supernatural fantasy series made by Netflix, uh, adapted from the acclaimed comic books by Joe Hill. Lock and Key is produced by Carlton Cruz, who many may know from Lost, and Meredith Averill from uh, The Haunting of Hill House, also a Netflix hit. Um, overall, the show is pretty enjoyable. You'll hear our full thoughts on the uh, series. Uh, we'll be recapping episodes, uh, the first three episodes of of Lock and Key, and uh, discussing a bit throughout uh, how it compares to the comic books in particular, because a lot of there's a lot of comic book fans for the series. Also, just some minor issues. Uh, the first 16 minutes of this podcast will be on part one. It unfortunately was recorded on my laptop microphone, so there's going to be a little bit of fan noise. Uh, but part two, which starts at about the, I think, 16-minute mark or 17-minute mark, around that middle period, uh, that should be totally fine. And then the last portion, part three, uh, came out absolutely fine as well, and that's at the 30-minute mark. Uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to TV Talk, the podcast about television, over at theworkprint.com. everyone, this is Christian. Uh, I'm here today with John and Denise. John. Hi. Denise. Hi. And today we're talking about Lock and Key, and uh, this is our coverage of episode one. Uh, we'll be doing a couple more of these, and uh, yeah, we're just going to go right into it. Of What were your thoughts on this episode? It was okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, tell me. What's the end of the podcast. The end. <laughs> well, having just finished episode one, I was surprised by how quickly we had certain events take place. A lot of events occurred relatively quickly in comparison to the graphic novels. And uh, the primary example is that the big co- con- uh, the big conclusion to the first book occurred at the conclusion of episode one, which was Dodge the echo escaping from the well. That was the big yeah. thing in the first book. I thought episode one was going to cover like what had happened to them, to Sam, before they moved. In the house, right? Yeah. yeah. It's before funny. they even started school, really. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because uh, I'm with you there, because cause, like, um, when I saw this, I was expecting them to do nothing but that in the intro, mm-hmm. Yeah. and from what it seems like is happening, I think they're going to maybe like stretch it out a couple episodes and like kind of just call back to the mysteries of the house. So, uh, let me just call, bring it back a second. You said it 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 ends like the uh, the first book. You mean, you don't mean the first issue though. You mean the first the trade. first six issues. Yeah, the first trade back. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time since I've read those, and this the series was it's weird. Like it was so beloved when it came out, and they've been trying to adapt it for so long. Yeah, that it's you, been shocked around a lot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know this until uh, literally just hours ago, but like. I think Fox or something mm-hmm. talks about uh, making a series. Hulu had the rights to it too. Mm-hmm. So and it's it's and, and even um, different film companies. Yeah, yeah. But what? All right. So you guys were a little let down per se from like what you were expecting. I was. Yeah, I because this is this is probably not probably this is definitely one of my favorite comic book series. Mm-hmm. Um. So I obviously had high expectations for it, mm-hmm. um, and I—I I don't know. So I some of the the casting choices, or or maybe not even necessarily the casting choices, but like the actual depiction of characters in this first episode, isn't what I expected it to be, and I feel like it's going to completely change certain uh, relationship dynamics in the story going forward versus the comic book. Absolutely, yeah. For example... The big one. 
Or the, the, the mom, yeah. Okay, what's wrong with, um, what's her name? Yeah, uh, Nina. Nina? Nina, yeah. Well, in the comic books, Nina is an alcoholic because her husband was murdered in I front of she, her. I think she and was an she, alcoholic before all the bad stuff happened. Before her oh, that's too. true. She did, she, she... I don't know if she was necessarily an alcoholic, but, but she, she could she could drink. Yeah. Yeah. But That's, yeah, in yeah. the in the comics, you know, she saw her husband murdered and she was raped. And that resulted in her drinking even more and having PTSD. And well, the whole family has PTSD. Yeah. And um and she's just an angry, lonely, bitter person. Yes. And she isn't able to take care of her children the way that she should because she's dealing with her own suffering and feels like she she feels like she she's dealing with this suffering because her husband is gone and the one person who could probably help her deal with this suffering is her husband and he's gone yeah mm-hmm. and uh, so it's i'm sorry no no, no. Uh, what is it um I, I actually totally I forgot <clears throat> how dark the story was, but um, there's a reason. Uh, it seems like, from what I'm gathering, or from what I saw here and what I'm assuming is going to happen, it seems like Netflix is going very uh, PG-friendly, campy with the yeah. story. Yeah. Which I think is going to offset a lot of uh, a lot of fans of the original graphic novel. Yeah. She's making the kids breakfast mm-hmm. and, like, seeing if they're okay. And smiling. <laughs> Yeah, for for me, when I saw those scenes, it didn't seem like she was the irresponsible mom like in the comics because you're bringing back memories now. It seems more like she's just not that great at it, but it's not like she wasn't trying. Yeah, mm-hmm. she just was okay, you know. Yeah, but not the best. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in the comics, and I I think this her her being more um, negligent in the comics. I mean, not like she loves her kids, obviously. Like she, she, she would do anything for her kids, which is evident in the story. But she is negligent, and I feel like her negligence actually allows the children to grow quickly yeah. and learn how to fend for mm-hmm. themselves and yeah. take care of themselves. And I find that that's a big reason as to why Bodhi finds all these keys because, because he's he, climbing on shit. Yeah, he's by he's, himself. Yeah. Adventure unsupervised. Yeah. And, and, like, and no, I, I totally agree with you because, uh, and then Kenzie just seems like very independent in the mom life mm-hmm. figure. Tyler, I don't really have a thing for him. Like, I don't have a, like, he doesn't, I don't know how the missing parent figure affects him as much. Oh, uh, well, I think yeah. he kind of feels like he needs to take care of the family. I, I feel like that was more in the comic. The, 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 oh, yeah, that, that's, oh, that's why I'm in the comic. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the, in the TV show, I'm just like, uh, you're just trying there's, to be a, a kid. In the comic, there's also, he feels an enormous amount of guilt. But yeah. I don't know if they ever touch on that. Maybe they will in the second episode. Yeah. But, you know, he actually talks to Sam at some point And, like, being an angsty teenager says, like, I wish my dad was dead or something like that. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's Sam. in the comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... And, any other thoughts? Um, we still have many to go. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about casting still. Like, um, I probably should have written down the, all the actors' names. That's all right. Yeah. Um, so the actor portraying Tyler, I feel like he he does a good job showing like showing his loneliness and just kind of like being inside his head mm-hmm. like you can see that from his facial expressions and how he just kind of like keeps listening to music on his own and everything um but what i do miss and um you had mentioned this before um in the comics he's a big dude yeah and i feel like that plays into his character because he's a big dude but he doesn't feel like a big dude mm-hmm. Like, like you look at him and you think, oh yeah, this guy's tough, he can do anything, but inside he's like really broken and torn and, and suffering, and I feel like it's it's a very um, nice, uh, not dynamic, I can't think of it. Juxtaposition? Uh, yeah, juxtaposition. Okay. <clears throat> and I kind of wish 
they had cast someone that was bigger. Wholeheartedly agree. The kid, I don't know, whoever plays Tyler, he just seems like a pretty athletic, popular kid wanting to fit in a new school mm-hmm. trying to be the same role. Yeah. It, it does seem like he has some sort of problems, or so he, he is suffering from some trauma about what happened, but from for so far, he just seems like a regular team to me, personally. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I don't want to listen to you, Mom. Headphones. I think they did a great job with Kinsey. Yeah. Casting him. Yeah. Know how she plays him. Wholeheartedly agree. Her and, uh, and Bode are my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Bode. yeah. I always thought it was Bode, too. Oh, is it? <laughs> no, it's... I think it is... Bode, yeah, right? but it's B O D E. Yeah, I've always pronounced it Bode. And part of the reason I thought it was Bode is because of the game that they play, Whack a Bode, or that they <laughs> yes, mentioned. I have to because I because I always you know Whack a Mole. I always heard Whack a Bode, but I get that you know, it's Whack a Bode, which doesn't I don't know doesn't flow as well to me. Yeah, you're right. But we will call him Bode because I watched a video where Joe Hill <laughs> called him Bode. So, we'll say it the right way. Oh, what do you guys think of them changing the uh, name of the town? Oh, I think I think you should explain that. Oh, no, it was just Joe Hill wanting to change it. Literally it. Yeah, well, because, the interesting thing is, it's because Joe Hill, after writing the series later on, learned that um, H.P. Lovecraft was pretty racist. So he was like, oh, you know what? We're going to change the name of the town for the show. I mean, yeah. I don't have any response except, yeah. I kind of like the name Lovecraft, though. Yeah. It sounds... What did you guys think of the uh, mirror? Oh, right. Uh, That resolved really quickly. Honestly, I thought that was just there for shock value for Max. That's really it. I kind of wish that he found the right key first. (laughs) Yeah, the, the order of him finding the keys is kind of weird. It's important in the comic, right? Because it seems like they're just they're just throwing a shitload of keys yeah. this season. And this is just again because uh, I do research every time I do one of these things, and it's like there there's some things reviewers say that are kind of like minor spoilers, but it seems like this season there, there's a lot of fucking keys. I don't know how many keys there are in the book because they only got to there's, there there are a lot of keys. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so that makes but they makes but they in, introduced um, so far we've seen two new ones that mirror key. Oh yeah, and yeah. then. The key in the very beginning that the guy put in his heart. Oh, the fire! We also forgot the travel one, yes, right? No, the anywhere key is the anywhere key is is a big part. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the comic. The anywhere key is a big part of the comic. Yeah, no, I'm saying we're we're. I'm just trying to go over the keys that we've seen so far. Oh, in my head at least. Oh, I was just saying new keys. Oh, okay, okay. There's two new keys so far. There's Which a lot. are the fire key and the, the mirror key. Cool. There's a lot of keys. There are a lot of keys. A lot of cool keys. See, I didn't know that because, again, I only got through volume four. The first four trades. I should have brought one book for you. Sorry. <laughs> you, got, you got us food, so I appreciate that more. It's like, <laughs> book? Pizza. Hmm, that's a tough one. But nine times out of ten. Anyway, thanks, Kat. Oh, I'm just thanking you. It's like, or thanking the audience when there's not more episodes. Anyway, I'm going to cut it there. Was there anything else we wanted to touch upon? Or? I don't know. If we're going to, I should stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything. Oh, no. I... Yeah, I, I, I was going to say we talked about all the characters other than Uncle Duncan. Yeah, well, I actually like... Yeah, I like yeah he's... They... I wish there was more of him, but... Yeah, I... You know what I do miss? I kind of miss him... As Iceman? Because that's the first thing I, I know. Like, I know. I'm like, Iceman! Oh, yeah, shit! Yeah, he is Iceman. He has not aged at yeah. all. He's gorgeous. I love Iceman. crazy. He was like one of my favorites. I love him in Animorphs. I don't know if anyone... I didn't watch it. ...really bringing it back to you. The year 2000, he was Jake from Animorphs, the main character, the Ooh. hero, the savior. That guy's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like him in this. At first I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about this guy, but, you know, he's fun. Actually, I kept him out around a little longer. Well, he's going to come back. I know, but I mean... Spoilers! He's in more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, I was just surprised by his uh, really nice car and nice clothing. Oh, yeah, because he's just an art teacher, isn't he, at the university? I have well, a good feeling we're going to delve into that more. No, I think he's... I, uh, I got the impression that he does like those... 
wine and art nights because um, Nina said to him something about teaching drunk women to paint. Mm. And my first thought was, oh, okay, so he's doing those like, mm-hmm. classes where people come in and drink and try to paint, and sometimes they come at night, sometimes they don't. Oh. Which I'm sure is like a steady gig for him, but I was like, how do you afford that car, though? But, well. I honestly just thought he was charming and was able to, like, I don't know, charm people. Maybe. Things. I, don't, I don't know. I also liked, because in the, in the comic... That, so the car, the car to me is important because in the comic, from what I remember in the later books, that's how he and um, Tyler connect with each other. Like Tyler will help him that's to right. work on his muscle car that he's restoring. Yeah, and um, and yeah, and then at the very end of the series, Tyler yeah. gets that. Car. Well, if they're sponsored by Mustang or something, spoiled it for Christian who hasn't finished the series. Yeah, it's fine. He gets it. He gets it. He gets a cool car. Yeah, we spoiled it for everyone who hasn't read the comic. Oh, I guess I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if the audience read the comic or not. But like, I don't know if you would anyway. Um, But yeah, if it was sponsored, if the show was sponsored by Mustang, yeah, because they're definitely sponsored by Doritos. We know that much. Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, that was episode one. All right, all right. Catch the next one. Oh, it's because it's all, you know, the only family member that matters now. Yeah. Just, just Nate. Nate just holding Nate. a newspaper, Nate yeah. driving a Camaro, Nate standing yeah, the, there. the one photo of, like, you and your sister at that one place. Yeah, yeah. that's been... Yeah, that's not there anymore. <laughs> oh, that's gone? I, From the... I don't yeah. think it's there anymore. That's funny. Um... Trying to decide if I like this format of us watching an episode and then talking, or... Or do you like just talking it all at once? Yeah, I'm not sure. Sometimes I, I'm like, I forget. That's why. Yeah. But this episode... There wasn't much going on in this episode. Yeah. Alright, so I guess we'll just jump in on that. And I'll, I'll have some things I've written down. Yeah. And get your opinions. And then we'll, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about that. Alright, so episode two, we just finished that one up, and, uh... Wow, you know, after that pilot, it was like, what direction is this going to go? You know, it's very concerning. It's like, is it going to be more horror? Is it going to be more camp? Is it going to be more like Stranger Things? Is it going to be House on Haunted Hill, as all these reviewers have been comparing it to? And more or less, it was just kind of meh, as, as episode one was. At least that's, I think, unanimously what all three of us thought. But um, I'm going to ask some questions and stuff, and we'll talk about what we liked about the episode, didn't like, thoughts, whatever, etc., uh, John and Denise, you guys want to jump in? Anything in particular that tickled your fancy, or do you want me to just go straight to questions? I will say I liked the inclusion of a um, disabled actor being in the series. Yes. Well, did I? I don't. I, I guess not disabled. I don't know if that's the proper word. No, I mean he he's uh he's got um bionic legs because he's got the the double leg amputee thing. So like he he is physically disabled, but he his legs the the ones that he put them he, that he has attached, um they're not uh they, they work very well so that it seems so like he's, he's very capable yeah so he's not disabled also I don't think they're maybe, maybe we should just cut that part out no honestly it's it's fine like you want to have the conversation and talk about these things because like um just to talk about recent podcasts uh, Nicole and I when we were talking about Serena <laughs> we started talking about like a trans character because mm-hmm. uh, the. What, what is his name? A and, trans character? Yeah, um, uh, the, the the third friend that's not Roz or Harley. Oh, oh, yeah, Theo. Uh, Theo, thank you, yeah. And, like, you know, we, we, I kept it in it because I think it's important to talk about these things because yeah. it happens, you know? Just like, you know, you, you have some representation here and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I like that there's representation. Likewise. We're so not that gonna... show, Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does any anything in particular as well? Likes, dislikes? question marks per se <laughs> I can't remember anything that I want to talk about anymore man all right Someone maybe the head key on uh which one calls it maybe, maybe we should stick to the original format <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right all right well it was it was a fun experiment and stuff but either way I still have to splice this together so yeah, yeah. Uh, okay 
Um, all right, so I'll, I'll bring up a few talking points and stuff, and I'll figure out how to make this into a, a sandwich of some sort with all the different pieces. Uh, the bear trap. What were you guys' thoughts on the bear trap uh, this episode, oh which was very much not featured in the comics. I couldn't watch it. Yeah? Like, uh, <laughs> unanimously, I think the three of us agreed that was the most, like, creepy, cringeworthy, like, on-the-edge moment we had so far in the first two episodes, yes. right? Yeah? Yeah. How was he able to pry that open? Oh, I don't know. Pretty... He's a strong little dude. I, th- but he was leaning real far into. I thought he was gonna get cut in half. I think yeah, that's like the <laughs> yeah, absolutely the great tension building there. Because yeah. uh, yo, his his chest was pretty much I think like maybe two three inches away from the trigger. Yeah. So like he could have easily snapped in half, which would have been bye bye for Bodhi. What'd you guys think of her coming back? Just casually coming casually back. Casually coming back. So that's actually one of the questions I was gonna ask you guys. How do you feel about um? The lady in the well. What's her name again? Dodge. Dodge. Yeah. How do you feel about Dodge and giving her this weird, I'm gonna go party arc? Because I don't. That's not in the comics here, right? No. Okay. No. I I don't know if I actually liked her or not. I don't. But I understand like it. why they did it because it seems like they're kind of squishing the first two volumes together a bit. Did she, did she do something similar in the in the second volume? No. Once she once she's freed. She, she changes come... her appearance to, like, she changes herself into a man, and then she... She befriends Tyler. Yeah, she indoctrinates herself into the family by befriending Tyler. Now, before and... we before we continue, because I, I did read ahead a little bit, um, I think we'll see if they incorporate some of these things and, and such oh. for spoilers for those who... Uh... <laughs> Man, I'm not good at this. <laughs> if they do stuff like that, maybe, possibly. We'll see. <laughs> they will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so, something like it. Not, not exactly the same. Uh, enough changes where it's like, I guess you're supposed to anticipate new mm-hmm. cool things, but enough where if you're familiar with the comics, you'll see yeah. some something along the lines of that coming. Like, maybe. So, I don't want to be one of those people who wants an adaptation of a story to be exactly the same as that story yes because like that's just that's just silly why would like if i could read it why would i want to watch the exact same thing but i feel that um changing things in the adaptation only works when it's done well and i feel like it's not really being done that well in this two episodes in and we're a little disappointed guys let's see what happens by episode three yeah um i just i'm with you on i just think it's okay that's really i just think it's okay um but i I have higher hopes in later episodes not just because i know a little bit Cause I don't, I don't know that much. I just saw what some reviewers were saying. It's like, oh, it gets better in this episode, in this episode. So I'm, I'm trusting reviewers, which I normally actually don't. So maybe that's a bad sign. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And stuff. I mean, I am excited for the next episode. Yeah, because it is titled Head Games, and it's supposed and to be it's good about one. the head key. Yes, and that, I think, like visually, it'll be interesting, and there's a lot of cool things that happen with that key mm-hmm. or can happen with that key and oh how do you like um how they presented the head key once Bodhi put the oh i thought that was cool so instead of his head opening you like that it was the i like that it was a toy chest that had gi joe written on the side and like different scenes that he probably imagines when he's playing his games and everything. And I never even thought about that. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's cool. I wonder what everyone else's is going to look like. Ooh, we're about to find we're out. We're going to find out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I like it because in the, I mean, in the comic book, it's funny because his when he puts the key in his head, the top of his head literally disappears. And his siblings freak out and they're like really disgusted by it. They're like, what is going on? Yeah. And they look down into his head, but like, you know, his head is small, but when they look down into his head, it's like this large environment kind of grows, you know, grows below them so that they're really able to see everything. It's like a head TARDIS. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
bigger on the inside. Yeah. But it's really funny because they're like looking down at him and then he pops up behind them and he's like, it's pretty cool, right? And they, oh, that's and they freak out, and they freak out again because they're like, well, how are you behind us? You know what? Yeah, I gotta, damn it. You're making me remember how awesome the comic is. I mean, I have it right over there if you want to. I, you know, I think I have the first trade paperback. I, don't know if, I bought it with you guys, I think, at like a Comic-Con in Boston or something. Oh, oh did you actually buy it? I think so. Like, I have, there's the first volume. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that, then you don't have it because Head Games is volume two. two. Oh, well, I did read Head Games, but I guess I don't have it. Yes. Yeah. Um, one more thing before we shift to episode three. How do you guys feel about, uh, I haven't been calling him Sawyer Dad. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Rendell. Rendell Lock. Right? That's his name? Rendell Lock? Yeah, yeah. Rendell Lock. Forgetting. Is it Key or Lock? Uh, Lock. Right, Rendell Lock. Um, he remind he, he just looks like Sawyer to me. Uh, as I I mentioned earlier he looks like if the brawny man had a child with Chris Evans yes uh, that's a very accurate description (laughs) and um, yeah of of all the casting even though I know you guys really dislike the mom and I kind of do too because she's not as epic as she could have been so so her dad's just not doing it for me I I just don't I just keep laughing at his scenes because he just looks he looks too young and he looks too. He doesn't look together. like a guidance counselor. Yeah, he doesn't look like a. He yeah. looks more like a hippie. Or if he was a guidance counselor, like one in like Southern California, he's like, "Hey, man." Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of like the one from. The yeah. guidance counselor from Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah he, he doesn't really seem. As fatherly like. Yeah. As yeah. Which is strange, because the mom is too motherly. Yeah. Something with the parents here got mixed somewhere, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, then, like in terms of the story, I mean, in terms of the casting, but... Sorry, famous actors who have a lot more money than I do. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think, I think that's mostly what else I wanted to... Co- oh! Um, thoughts on mom and the uh, the gin bottle that she inherited and the potential alcoholism story if we haven't talked about it yet we kind of touched it a bit a little bit right well we mentioned how in the comics she's an alcoholic yeah in much the show more she is not yeah um <clears throat> but it seems like they might be headed in that direction because she was given a bottle of a huge bottle of gin mm-hmm. yeah and when she turned away from her uh, gift giver she placed the bottle on a table and the expression on her face was one of like worry or disconcern it was it was strange it was an unusual expression mm. it, i i would like to see that explored more because i actually think the alcoholism storyline and the like just self-destruction storyline would be great yeah because she seems really happy and i kind of want her to get down a peg yeah which is messed up but it's for entertainment yeah, yeah. Know. show must go on etc etc um, i i think but i think it's because of what you were saying how um seems to be very pg yeah they're going it's not as dark as it should be yeah actually you know i can't even make the stranger things comparison as a lot of reviewers have because Stranger Things was pretty dark in those first few episodes. Mm-hmm. Like you really didn't know. Well, now we're going to Stranger Things, but you didn't know if that kid was alive. And, and the didn't they kill Barb or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. brutally. What about Barb? Yeah. What about Barb? Yeah. Oh, I thought that the last episode would focus more on Sam getting to them, to the family. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not sure when when that's gonna hit at some yeah. point because it seems like so far it's just a couple flashbacks but maybe they'll eventually do a whole episode dedicated to it we'll see maybe. we'll see because we're only two in because that happens pretty early in the i think it happens at the beginning of the comic yeah that's why i was hooked immediately i was like holy yeah. shit this is dark this is like really graphic and tragic and we kind of see them try to rebuild from that which it, this is not that story in the in the netflix show at all really yeah yeah and, and like yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see what, if, if they it... get to it hmm. what's up no, I wonder if it's going to end with that. Possibly. Mm. With Sam returning? Yeah. I don't know how, 
I guess we'll just see. Yeah. Yeah. We can't even say spoilers because it's like we're yeah yeah as far as we've gotten. So, <laughs> all right, uh, yeah, that that's our thoughts on two, and I guess we'll do three, and then I guess like a final thing. Yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> You're just like yeah. How many more can we pause? All right. So I was telling Christian that I was thinking of binging everything, mm-hmm. and then reading the comic. To make me feel, rereading the comic to make me feel better. Well, it's funny because uh, for me, um, I I was um, what you call it. I did a similar approach to The Witcher, like I because uh, I, I did a scene by scene recap for that, just like I'm doing for Lock and Key, and like I, I only finished the first half of the season. I got burnt out because the, the timeline stuff is complicated, and I finished it and stuff. And I I really liked it overall, but like I loved it afterwards when i started binging the game of which i've spent almost 300 hours oh on gosh, now yeah really? yeah it's uh it's been a pretty bad addiction of mine lately but it's <coughs> uh you know video game isn't isn't too bad and uh at some point i'm gonna do like a comparison of like the witcher and uh and like the, the experience of playing the game after you watch the show coming out of it uh, from a, a tv show viewer as compared to just a, a video gamer which i think is much cooler yeah uh, but we're not. We haven't even really started talking on the main topic. So th- this uh, this part portion is on um, on third. episode three, the third episode of uh, <laughs> what are we covering? <laughs> lock and key. Yeah, lock and key. So episode three, head games. Yes, head games. Thank you. Uh, just for context, all three of us love the comic. <laughs> Very high expectations into this show, and uh, so far, like. All the the promise of, of this one was supposed to be like, oh, this is where things mix it up, where they change, where they, and it, it was also just okay. So three episodes now, it's unanimously okay. Maybe even slightly worse. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what do we want to touch upon first? The train. Because <laughs> like hands down, that's. <laughs> you were on your phone, not paying attention. Yes, I, I've spent all of today legit studying oh. as much as I can about this and seeing what people are saying. And like, to, just to give you a hint, guys, like when I started doing these recaps, um, the buzz of it was like critics were met, audiences were like, ooh. And like, now, I want to say maybe like 13 hours later, unanimously everyone's exactly where we are. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone shift to... Every everyone and they like it's unanimously about like a seventy five percent. But it's it's day one, so yeah. give it some time. But it seems like everyone else is else is starting to feel the same way, because you know re- reviews kind of level out. Which is weird, because I guess that's the hard part about being the early reviewer too. Is like if you're a big name, like I think Roger and Ebert, whoever they have as their critic right now, they actually praised the series, and a lot of a lot of other sites did too. And I, that's why I, I went into this with higher expectations. But like, yeah, no, after three episodes, I'm just like, it's, it's okay. I think, I think it can go better, but I think it can go worse, and it seems campy as fuck. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Um, it does very much, like you said, seem like a CW teen <laughs> drama. It does. Which is weird. And the... Oh my God. And the music is just so oh, the, oh, bad. So, so bad. It takes you out of the moment. Yeah. It doesn't seem dramatic at all. You know what's funny, too, is uh, I kind of wish we had um, spot Not Spotify, uh shazam or one of those apps running because i want to see where all these songs are coming from because i think all three of us don't like the music and i'm starting to think what if it's like music for like cw audience i'm not even talking about the songs themselves i'm talking about the score in the background constantly playing yeah during emotional parts and that's it's one of those it's very much one of those times where there's too much music and I've watched other shows where that's happened too, where like they will have like, for example, the one hundred is the exam is the one that I always think of. The first season wasn't heavy with the score, okay. like it you know it had a score, but wasn't there all the time. And then like two seasons later, suddenly there was just score nonstop, and I'm just like, wait, what is happening? This isn't an opera. Can we just stop? You're taking me out of the emotional impact of this scene. I agree and... with you on that about the hundred, but the, that one episode where um, it's that the kid, he just lost his girlfriend, and it was like the beginning of that exact season, and they play uh, Added Up by uh, the Violent Femmes in like, the oh. opening intro. Oh. That, I, I'll say that that's, that's when I noticed the shift with the, what you're saying, 
but I love that scene particularly. No, 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 that that I liked. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's different. Okay. I just meant, like, the score. Like, there's a scene where, like, it's supposed to be, like, this tense political situation, and you just hear, like, dum, 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 playing through it, and I was like, what is happening? Why? Why is this happening? And then with this show, Lock and Key, I, I feel like, like, the music reminds me of, like, um, uh, what's that show? Like a Lifetime Christmas movie. <laughs> yes. You know, I and never... I, yeah. And I have been able to witness many Lifetime Christmas movies because for some reason, my dad really likes those shows. I, I don't know. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. He'll watch all this. Like, he loves action movies and then Lifetime Christmas movies. Yeah, my I parents my parents love Hallmark Channel and like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I Hallmark. Yeah, you know, I do. Hallmark I'm not gonna lie. I, I I indulge in them once in a while too. If if I want a lot of camp. I don't do the middle so ground CW. I go full blown camp. So this is reminding you of a lifetime Christmas movie. Yeah, or a Hallmark Christmas movie. Oh. Whatever Yeah. You know. Especially in the the snowy setting and stuff too. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so when We'll touch on the ghost thing again at some oh, point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. We were going to talk about the train first. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. talk about train. the ghost Let's later. talk about the train first. The, go- the ghost deserves its own, like, five-minute segment. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Um, so the train, yeah. There's this scene, uh, again, very exhausted of, of lock and key. It's not that I hate it. I don't love it, though, either. And that's To me, that's a problem. But... Um, yeah, I was exhausted. So I wasn't. I wasn't paying attention. These two were watching diligently by episode three. But uh, yeah, so there's this epic scene with the train. I go on my phone because I'm uh, my friend Ethan. Hi, Ethan. Texts uh, me a thing saying like, "Yo, emo's coming back." Because I've been posting a lot of emo YouTube videos on my <laughs> Facebook um, for anyone who follows me on that. <laughs> and like, because because there's like all these comedy jokes and, and stuff about it. He's like, "Yo, like." My, used is coming back with an album green day is coming back and i was like yo it's coming back and i'm like i don't know but the point is is that's what i was paying attention to like hilariously because that's what interested me more than watching episode three of lock and key that gives you some context as to where my my feeling of the show is i'm trying really hard to be like yeah i'll give it a fair shot but it's like now at this point yeah it's just it's it's coming it's coming apart like it's not the most engaging thing but uh while i was looking away um what's her name again uh dodge the, Dodge, yeah. the lady in the well. She finds some kids just like, hey, little boy, I'll show you mine if you show me yours, which sounds really creepy, now that I think about it. Yeah. And um, yeah, she sees the, the key that um, Asian guy. Mark Cho. <laughs> Thank you. Brenda Locke's high school friend. And let me tell you, audience, that if it wasn't for John saying that, I actually wouldn't have a clue, because in the recap, I was literally writing Asian guy in, in the first episode, because I didn't know his name. But anyway, yeah. So, um... <laughs> She, uh, the kid, the kids apparently found one of the keys in his, uh, in Mark's, uh, burned how, down, burned down house. house. Thank you. And, and yeah, so this little kid had one. She had one too. And they, she's like, come here, little kitty. I guess. And maybe not as creepy as that, but, um. It was no, kind of creepy. creepy. It was pretty oh, okay, creepy. okay. <laughs> she came out of a destroyed building and was like, like, hey. Hey, you want to look at my key? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, she, she like, she just, she just legit. Like takes it from him and then shoves him through the door. Yeah, well, yeah. She so she she has the anywhere anywhere, anywhere key. Yeah, and yeah. and you know she goes to take the kid's fire key or combustible key or whatever they're calling it. Mm-hmm. And um, sorry, I just I just stole this from you. And no, it's fine. <laughs> and you know she goes to take it from him and he's like, "Whoa, you said you're gonna show me what your key does first. And she's like, "Okay." And so she goes up to the front door, and she uses the key, and opens the door, and you see a subway platform. And obviously he's like, whoa, that's really cool. You know, like, who, who wouldn't think that's cool? This door leading yeah. to what should be opening into a dilapidated house is showing us a, a, a subway platform. Yeah. But anyway, he, like, looks in the door and leans in, and then she, she he has a key on a, a rope, uh, you know, a string around his neck, and she yanks it from him, and then grabs him by the arm and shoves him through the door. And you and I thought she was going to shove him through the door and just close the door, but she shoves him through the door, and before closing it, we see him trip. We see, yeah, we see him trip onto the flat platform, mm-hmm. and then he just keeps rolling, yep, and goes off the platform and gets hit by a train, and then she closes the door. 
like a badass, like a boss. Yeah. Look at what I did. I committed childhood murder. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible thing, but it's also hilarious. <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. And I, to jump on that, uh, I think the problem with it being out of nowhere is that she hasn't done anything super menacing yet, really. Which yeah. is kind of, like, very she... different from, like, comic. Yeah. Like, what, what really, what evil has she really done besides be creepy to God, I guess? Bodhi, <laughs> <laughs> Bo- Bo- whatever, Bod. Bo- Bo- at this point. Bod. Bod. Bodei. I'm going to call him Bodei. The rest of this, however, is long um... to Bodei. What were you going to say? That's fine. <laughs> I think, so, I think what made it funny to me... Like we we watched it we watched it twice because the first time Christian missed it yeah and I was just but like what the, what just happened but the first time Denise and I were like oh shit and then Christian looks up and the door is closed so we went back and rewatched it yeah. and then the second time it happened I I I laughed and I think it's because I think it's because he shouldn't have kept rolling that much you know I I think about the times I have stood on a New York subway platform and (laughs) i feel like the distance from that door that she opened to the edge of the platform i feel like he would have lost momentum halfway yeah like that first fall yeah that first fall he would have just like fallen and then and i that's why i thought she was just gonna close the door but (laughs) but he falls Yo, he probably I'm, rolls for like twenty feet. <laughs> some some commenters gonna be like, it wasn't twenty feet, bro. It was like five. Somebody really loves this show. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be me later. <laughs> I hope so. But yeah, I, I don't know. There's there's a lot of uh, uh, tonal issues and, and whatnot. Yeah. And the funny, I guess I guess the red flag should have been some of these people are comparing it to Stranger Things to like haunted taunting on hill house i mean it it honestly it should be its own thing it it like it really shouldn't be sold compared. as like, yeah, yeah it shouldn't be sold as being comparable to something else but yeah. it but it's not even the thing that it should be yeah yeah like it's supposed to you know it's, be, it's supposed, it's to, supposed be a, to be a lot darker a, yeah a dark horror slash thr- maybe not thriller but kind of like a, a horror-themed coming-of-age story. Yes. Like Stephen King's Angelique. Yeah. And no, I, I agree. And, and the weird the weird part is, is no one's taking responsibility. Everyone's taking an equal amount of we contributed, but no one seems to be the face of the showrunner. I, I, I thought it was Joe Hill, but it, the more I look into it, it seems like he wasn't really calling the shots. Now I'm wondering who was, because... Uh, that's what I thought, too, because you'd think he would take it, because he's, you know, from Lost and stuff. And then the other executive producer is from uh, Haunting of Hill House. So somebody, I guess somebody should be taking the blame for this, but it's like, I don't think anybody will. Maybe there's just too many people involved. That could be the case, too. Maybe it's a zebra. Maybe. As they said on, no, wait, that's not right. Not a zebra. A camel? <laughs> Never mind, I was trying to make a Parks and Rec reference. If somebody knows the correct reference, just... Leave it in the comment section on Christian's article. That'd be cool. Thanks. Yeah, I'd appreciate it. Um, what was it? Uh, so, all right. So, because we've stuck on the train for very long now. Um, it's so just, funny. Just Child f- death is not funny. But depictions of child death what? can be funny. Uh... <laughs> We're not encouraging anybody to watch videos of child don't, death don't watch do, videos or of encourage death. any sort of child death related things but but in in fiction sometimes when it's executed poorly it's kind of kind of yeah, it, it was campy campy <laughs> death can be funny speaking of campy death um no it actually is a good segue which is really bizarre um the peter pan ghost segment oh is what gosh. i wrote down with when Bob about Bob about 
Damn it. Is it Bodhi. Wow, I got all of the wrong ones except the right one. Bodhi, um, he finally goes through the door with the... Uh, what kind of key is it, John? Or keys? I think it's just called the ghost key or the death key. The right? ghost yeah. key. Oh. Which is like the first key in the in the comic book, apparently. And um, yeah, it becomes a ghost. <coughs> and what was a pretty epic thing in the comic became kind of a kind of a joke to me. Like a Christmas story. My spirit's just flying around like Casper story. I immediately thought of Polar Express. Me too! Even <laughs> though there wasn't a train, it wasn't Christmas, but just the style of animation that they used the him, the yeah. music, him flying around, yeah. I guess because there were pine trees and some snow on the ground, and then the fact that he met his great-great-grandfather as a ghost in a nearby graveyard, and he kind of looked like a conductor. <laughs> made me <laughs> made me think of Polar Express. Also, the way he spoke too, yeah. which was very like it was unnatural. It was very poor acting. Like you could obviously tell that they just had that actor sit by himself in a room <laughs> and, and read some lines, as yeah. opposed to actually having him read lines with the actor portraying Bodhi to make it more natural. It's yeah. just him... <laughs> well, dude, that whole segment seemed unnatural to me. Yeah. Personally. Because, yeah. like, um, it just... There's so much CGI, and it lo- It wasn't even like, oh, okay, we're gonna be a ghost and walk around. It was like a ghost flying with, like, weird spectral dust trailing yeah. him in the snow. It looks like they spent so much money on that segment. But, like, I just laughed, because it's like, Why? It looked really bad. Oh man! Like, so what does he do when he act, in the comic when he turns into a ghost? He just walks around and spies on his family, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's he, very he, subtle. Yeah. And it worked a lot better in the comic because yeah. it made sense. And then yeah, he like flies he, into the well. He, he yeah. explains in the comic. He explains what it's like being a ghost. Yeah. And he he says the reason he he sees his family is because he says you know when i think about someone i'm brought to them so he thinks about you know he thinks about tyler and he's immediately brought to tyler and tyler is currently taking a shower and bode bode is floating above and when he like when he comes into the shower he actually like goes into the shower head and it causes you know, it's a comical scene and it causes the water to get really cold and Tyler like Tyler just freaks thinks it's out. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he also explains how um when someone is thinking of him, he gets teleported to them. Oh. So Kinsey is thinking about Bodhi, so he is instantly pulled towards her. Mm-hmm. And um and yeah, and it's just he's just talking about you know what what it feels like to be a ghost and how he, he you know it's kind of like it's a, it's interesting because it it seems to be him turning into a ghost is helping him cope with his losing his dad yeah because he realizes oh if my dad is now a ghost then it's probably not really that bad for him if mm. this is what he's experiencing Oh, and he's a and kid. It's, yeah, so like it. it's it's um, it's like a a coping not a coping mechanism, but it's a like a therapeutic experience for him. So to I'm... deal with his father passing on, which I which is I thought was really cool because you know he obviously doesn't realize that, but as a reader, you're like, oh wow, he's this is therapeutic for him. Him turning into a ghost and leaving his dead body on the floor, right in front of that door is a nice therapeutic experience so it seems like the con i think we're just concluding in general because we made a lot of comparisons to the comic tonight with good reason the comic is phenomenal and it's a highly suggested read even if you're not a comic book fan it's just it's very it's very as john mentioned therapeutic it's it's a great story just on its own um yeah the show the show's i don't know it's, it's kind of fallen in terms of the adaptation so far especially because as you mentioned, there, there are so many easy setups to take comic to uh, to TV. I don't know why they couldn't follow through. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, again, it's just my opinion and stuff, but uh, I think people are also kind of agreeing. Uh, Cuz, you have anything to say? Or, 
Um, anything else worth mentioning in episode three? Oh, we didn't even talk about the coolest part, which we were excited for in the last podcast, like which was literally oh, going into the head. Yeah, so let's talk about Head Palace and then uh, final thoughts, I guess. So unless you guys have anything more to add, well, Head, head Palace first. So, um, uh, uh, Head Palace, as we were hoping, and then what they actually did. Go. So, Bodies was, you know, what you expected. It was, it was an arcade. It was a bunch of like fun stuff for him, and um, he, I, I don't know. I guess that's it. It was, it was like it was a little kids, yeah, fun toy place. <laughs> um, Kinsey's was a mall. Which, which they didn't me? really like that was out of lane yeah. that well other than saying her mind is really well organized yeah but to me like why wouldn't you use a library or like something more interesting than a mall because she's not a mall person yeah that's true i did notice though that like even halfway through that they kind of just broke the premise because her was it guilt or something or like her memory started shifting and like everything started getting falling yeah. apart and she was getting chased away <clears throat> it was an evil version of herself or evil it was it was her fear personified which okay. that was a really cool part about the uh the comics with the uh using the head key you could you know look into your mind and see your memories and and your um different facets of your personality and you could remove your emotions. Oh, that's you right. You could remove emotions. You yeah. could put books well, in. You could put, yeah. It's the first example, because you know, in the comic, Bodhi opens his head, and they're like, oh my god, and they're looking in, and they're like, I wonder, some, I, I forget who it is, but one of them says, I wonder if you could put stuff into your mind. So Bodhi grabs a, a recipe book, and shoves it in his head, and he is just rattling off recipes. Wow. And that is um, foreshadowing for what can be put into people's minds Mm -hmm. later on. Yeah, and then Kinsey focuses on, when they're doing that, Kinsey focuses on, like, can we take stuff out? Yeah. Because she do, she's feeling she, all yeah. this shit and she doesn't want to anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's... You know, we're, but yeah. instead of that, we got trauma demon or something. Yeah, well... But they did do the whole yeah. her taking it out. Yeah. Like, she took her fear out and killed it. Yeah. What I thought was interesting was the story that the dad was ah. telling the kids. Bodhi fell asleep before he heard the ending. Mm-hmm. Um, Kinsey knew the whole story, but the version she was told was a more positive version than the one that Tyler was told as a kid. And I think the one Tyler was told was due to his dad, maybe like he had been drinking before he told the story. Yeah. And I only say that because in the comics, they have a few scenes where when... Uh, when Rendell, it's a flashback and Rendell's drinking, he starts, that's when he actually remembers things about Key House. Mm-hmm. Sort of, a little oh, yeah. bit. And he, and he would tell um, Nina about it. But she was just like, you're drunk, shut up. Uh-huh. Um, so I was wondering if that's what was happening in that scene. Like he was feeling the... the um, he was like kind of remembering what happened, but not really. More like feeling it. Yeah. And when he was telling Tyler the story, he was, you know, obviously telling a story that was symbolic of what happened with him and his friends, and uh, you know, was giving Tyler a story of warning that was much darker than the positive story he gave the other kids. Yeah. But I thought that was interesting. How like the kids have different experiences with the dad and like different uh memories for the same uh, absolutely absolutely and mm-hmm. it, it's very touching because you know parents can treat kids differently favoritism less favoritism yeah what oh yeah, honestly i was the i was the uh bode in my family bode damn it bode in my Bodie. family so oh yeah yeah <laughs> no yeah, yeah of course you know <laughs> so um Me too. Oh, okay so we're all <laughs> 
No. Okay, well, yes, you're the responsible one. Wait, were you were you no. more of the Kinsey or the uh, or the Tyler? <laughs> well, she she was an only child. So it's pretty much all three. Oh. You're like. <laughs> I was gonna say you're like uh, what the, I can't remember her name now. The well girl. I don't know. Dodge. <laughs> Dodge. I, I actually have no idea what Dodge is, to be honest. Oh, I guess. Oh uh, uh, yeah, because you can. Yeah. Finish reading the whole series. Yeah, I have no oh, idea okay. what Dodge is. Oh, okay. Uh, it, you, you do. And you mm-hmm. do. Oh, speaking of Dodge, it annoys me that, like, it's episode three and Dodge hasn't changed gender yet and hasn't infiltrated the family yet. Yeah. Like, she's not really doing anything. Because that, yeah, that was the premise of the first trade paper, right? I remember that much, at least. The, well, the first, the first trade I mean, paperback was just about her her getting out of the well like that was her yeah, yeah her end game for that um yeah you know the the first like the first half of that volume was about um about each of the kids experiences with their dad's death and following their dad's death yeah and then showing um even showing Sam Lester's experience with that and what happens afterwards. And and then the other portion of it was um, the the magic stuff and Dodge getting out of the well. And at the very end, infiltrating the family. With, so, I, I guess it could break us to the question, what, what are we... What, where's this show going? <laughs> I don't know. Especially because, like... Dodge, I'm Lady and Well, as I was trying to call her, but it's just Dodge. Uh, she doesn't seem super. She wants the keys. We know that much. She wants uh, Bodie to get the keys. Yeah, but well, she doesn't really do anything to push it. She's just having a fun time, adventuring, making yeah. up for lost time, I guess, partying, and stuff. Using people's laptops. Using yeah, people's laptops. Using people's laptops and then kissing them with powdered donut lips. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I guess it's supposed to show character development but it's yeah my issue with all those decisions is like what makes that an interesting character spoiler but we've kind of spoiled it the entire time is how it jumps how it manipulates people yeah i know at some point maybe it's going to go in that direction but we we're, it's three it's three episodes now and we haven't how even touched ten. ten i mean i guess there's still a little bit of room yeah. but like Come on, it's it's a third episode. Like, yeah. give us more. I don't know. Because I know they didn't drop it. I know they didn't abandon it entirely. That's the only thing I'll spoil dish wise for the later episodes. But like, I have, I have no idea how they're setting it up. Oh, I guess we maybe get a little hint because at the end of this episode, in episode three, she's watching Kinsey bury her fear demon. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but maybe she's yeah. going to. Maybe she wanted fear demon dead. For some reason, so she can manipulate Kinsey herself. Maybe that would make sense. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're building. Maybe we're, maybe I'm giving them too much credit because it's been a little disappointing so far, and my little immune lot. Uh, <laughs> 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 was there? Any, I'm trying to think. What else do we have? I think that was about it in terms of what I wanted to cover. I just can't stop thinking about Polar Express ghost. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah, when when his great great grandfather showed up out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> all, all three of us were just like what yeah because he's flying around as a ghost and someone just says oh hello <laughs> and it's, it wasn't just flying around as a ghost it was like santa claus sleigh ride flying around yeah. in a ghost like going over like high above in the air while it's snowing and observing everything yeah and i guess because he did mention he liked peter pan so that was alluding to that but like come on man come on like it was too silly um one thing I, I just checked on my notes. Uh, what's her name? Um, the uh, the old friend of of um. Oh, Ellie. Yeah, Ellie. Uh, she has the Welkie. Yeah. Porque, but why? Uh, I mentioned earlier that um, yeah. she was asking for Lucas down the well. Yeah. And uh, you know she her son's been her adopted son's been groundskeeper for so long. She's had reasons to visit this area a lot. There's something shady going on here. Something sketchy. What are your thoughts on that? 
Because that seems like it's building into something. Well, you can go. No, you, you can speak. Yeah. 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 Well, this is a completely spoiler heavy podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, at this point, like, I she, don't know. Yeah. She and da- uh, Lucas dated. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But so he he doesn't know what happened to Lucas. What happened to Lucas? Yeah, I'm going to pretend like I don't. What happened to Lucas? <laughs> like I didn't know. But I, I know, guess. But oh, well, you do know? Yeah, no, because it's in it's in, I think it's an issue three or four, I think. It's been a while since we've read. Really? I thought it was much later in the... Uh... No, it's an issue three or three. That or I, I Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I spoiled the crap out of it for me. It, it could go in either direction, honestly. But I, I, I know. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah he Although gets... the listeners, do they should they be spoiled? Should we give them yeah, that suffering? Because they, they've diligently put... Yeah, okay, well, let's spoil it for them. Okay, sorry, there's a ringing in my ears. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he gets possessed by the demon. Mm-hmm. And... He's kind of um, Dodge too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Dodge is actually multiple characters. Oh fuck! Yeah. I spoiled it for you guys. Um, yeah, is it? I think right. Isn't it like, or is it just Lucas? I thought she was like multiple people throughout history or something in the timeline. She, so the demon. The demon attaches itself to Lucas mm-hmm. who I think his nickname was Dodge mm-hmm. and um, yeah she possesses him and he uh, you know becomes evil <clears throat> and then um at some point goes from being a dude to being a woman and then getting trapped in the well and I don't remember all the details anymore but um, yeah Lucas Lucas is Dodge Dodge is Lucas Dodge turns into Luke mm-hmm. who infiltrates <clears throat> the family as yeah. a friend and a boyfriend yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. well that now we just went full blown <laughs> You know, Vader is my father, and, uh, <laughs> and Tyler Durden is just the narrator kind of territory. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, it, it just re- just read the comics. <laughs> I think that unanimously tells us how we feel. Uh, last second thoughts, if you can summarize how you feel about the, uh, the show. Why? That was John. Because? Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, uh, I guess I'll end on like a South Parky type rant. Uh, what does that mean? Because every time an episode of South Park ends, they want like a moral lesson at the end to justify the insanity that was the episode. So I guess I'll go for that because I normally try to, at least for these podcasts, or at least just summarize it. Anyway, the point is, um, so <clears throat> the point is, this had so much hype building up to it. Um, it's been trying to get developed for a decade. The comic fans, as you can see through John, absolutely love the, the, the product, and, and people have been dying and waiting for this. And I was super excited, personally, to do these recaps, because, you know, the, it seemed like we had a hit here. Um, it seems like it's steering the other direction now, and it, it seems like it's, it's falling a bit short. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is maybe manage expectations, and somebody should take credit or you know try to be respond this responsible one saying you know my bad we're sorry we messed up uh i'm not saying me personally i'm saying some one of these people who were in charge of netflix you screwed up man that's uh, yeah there's no way to hide it you screwed up i, I don't know all to say it except that and it seems like there's a problem here maybe i'll be wrong we'll see how the the, the narrate the, the story changes in the next 24 hours 48 hours but it doesn't seem like it's as big as it could have been. It's just, it's just okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sadly, lock and key, bit of a miss. At best, it's average. Uh, at least for the first three episodes, I'm gonna finish to the end and see. But my expectations are pretty low. Uh, and that was it. So we did a super weird format, long podcast. Where we did each episode, and then this last one, we kind of concluded 
talking about the whole thing, all three. Um, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is Christian. You can find me on XN underscore Angelus on Facebook. Or no, wow. On Twitter and Instagram, and then Christian Angelus on Facebook. Uh, and you can find my many articles on wordprint.com. John, Denise, anything you want to promote? Um, nope. No, not really. Okay. I mean, you, you can go to my Instagram, but I don't really post a whole lot of things on there that yeah. much anymore. <laughs> if you like cookies and sausages... <laughs> it's a weird combination, but you can go check that out. And one day, John will invent well, the cookie sausage. The I, know, I know, I know, I'm building up to it. Johnny Cakes Bakes on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thanks for tuning in, everyone. And uh, watch a... Star Trek Picard. <laughs> it's amazing. Yay, on that note. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>